these cowards found out real quick that you can't say abolish the police. They didn't work out so well in the election. But trust me, they still want to do it. They're just not saying it. I'm about to tell you about the side door they're using to do that very thing. Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates, where leaders find the insights, advice, and encouragement they need to lead courageously. If there was one shining example of cowardly leadership that is systematically destroying the entire profession, it would be the news out of Los Angeles County this week. Seven California Highway Patrol officers and one nurse were just indicted by L.A. County D.A. George Gascon for manslaughter. This happened on March 31st, 2020. And here's the foundation of this case. A suspect by the name of Edward Bronston was suspected to be under the influence of drugs and driving. And he refused a blood draw. And in the state of California, there's essentially two options when someone does that. You can charge somebody for DUI refusal and take them to jail. Or you can get a court order to draw their blood, even against their will. That's why you get a court order. They're not giving you their blood. So they chose to do a court order. So a judge issued an order to draw this subject's blood. And he's telling him he won't let him do it. He's arguing with him. He's fighting with him. Eventually, after, okay, I'll do it. Okay, I won't do it. And you've all, many of you have been in these situations before. They make the decision, okay, we have to do it by force. So they put him literally on a mat. It looks like a little mat a kindergartner uses. So this is not the first time this has been done, by the way, because this is what the law says to do. They lay him on a mat, and he starts fighting and screaming and yelling, and a nurse comes in and takes his blood. There's a video of this. He ends up dying. And the autopsy comes back. And this is what the coroner said in the autopsy. His cause of death was known as, quote, acute methamphetamine intoxication during restraint by law enforcement. And the manner, the manner of death, was listed as unknown. So these officers were charged with manslaughter for conducting a court order. Now, I want to first say what, obviously, there's a lot to be said about the DA, and Gascon is known for, you know, there's not a cop he doesn't want to indict, it seems like. You know what I mean, so he's, he's known for taking easy on the criminals, but, you know, but this, is, this goes beyond this case, and I want to explain that in a minute. There's no such thing as death by acute methamphetamine intoxication during restraint by law enforcement. Like, you don't get it both ways. Nobody dies from overdosing on drugs because law enforcement restrains them. That's not why they died. Right? This is not just the only case that's happened to. I can list you four cases right now, one of them you've heard, you've heard of for sure, where this is happening, where law enforcement is doing their job within the law, Within their policy, oh, these officers have been cleared previously. They have been cleared by other authorities previously. Gascon is, of course, looking at this, at going backwards in this case, looking at it again. These officers are working the streets. Like, this is not, 
This, this is an in-custody death used to be what it was. It was an in-custody death. If the officers aren't doing something that could kill somebody, well, they died in custody for some other reason. Nobody's dying because somebody holds you on a, on a mat, a soft mat, and draws your blood. That's not why people die. And anyone with a brain knows this, okay? Uh, we're not seeing lots of homicides because some dude laid on top of a dude on a mat, right? Uh, and when you see the video, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like the guy's fighting and everything else, and they just kind of, they, they, they subdue him on the ground, they take his blood, he ends up dying. Now, I could go into the medical part why he's dying. It's called excited delirium, even though the media is telling you that stuff doesn't exist. No, it exists. When you're on drugs like methamphetamine and fentanyl and you, your heart rate speeds up drastically like it would do when this guy gets super excited and starts fighting cops, things happen and people die. Obviously, the cause of death is the ingestion of methamphetamine. That was the way coroners ruled every time, all day, every day, up until about a, three years ago. Okay, because <laughs> this is not the only time this has occurred. But there, there are things when this happens and that I think leaders should be doing. And I'm extremely disappointed. First off, let's talk about the nurse. Are you kidding me? The nurse really just rolls in and takes the blood and she is charged with manslaughter? Really? Seven officers. All, hey, you, you just get called to the scene to help with this, and you're charged with manslaughter? Are you kidding me? What about the judge that signed the warrant? Why isn't he charged with manslaughter? Well, let's not stop there. How about the legislature that passed the law that gave the officers the permission to do what they did legally? Why aren't they charged with manslaughter? Well, let's not stop there. What about the CHP commissioner that approved the policy that place the little kid's mat on the ground for safety reasons, of course, to actually do this this way. Why isn't he charged with manslaughter? You see where I'm going with this. This is insanity. But the damage this is doing to the profession is tremendous. I talked to a LAPD official this morning. He'll go nameless. This is what he tells me. Obviously, everyone's in shock because they all work for this DA. Everyone in L.A. working the streets in L.A. County is subject to this D.A. He said you can't find a cop. You can't find a paramedic. You can't find anybody that wants to touch anybody that's ingested drugs. Rightfully so, because police are now held responsible for the high ingestions of drugs at levels that can kill you. And if we happen to be in the zip code of the suspect... We go to jail for manslaughter? Folks, if you want to know why policing is, has a recruiting issue and a retention issue and what's going on, if there's a singular topic that's causing that, this is it. The Washington State just gave $30 million to the Attorney General to, back, to take a look back at all their deadly force cases, all their shooting cases. They have, when I'm, I'm told they have about 50 of these cases a year in the state of Washington. Currently, about 1% of the officers are prosecuted for a criminal act. And these officers have been cleared through the years. This money is going to go for hiring investigators to take a look back at all of these cases that have already been adjudicated because there's a demand to prosecute 
more officers. So can you imagine where law enforcement in Washington State is going? And I'll tell you where it's going. Their crime is up about 60% since these reforms have taken place in the legislature. That's not the only reform they've done. Uh, North Dakota, the state of Minnesota decided after the death of George Floyd they would do a statewide use of force policy. Like that would have made any difference whatsoever. The statewide use of force policy says this in the state of Minnesota. Not Graham v. Connor, not reasonableness. No, no, it says this. It says if you use deadly force on a suspect when the force would not have been warranted without your presence, you're outside the law. Now, that's, that's insanity, folks, because here's what that actually means. And then they didn't define what it means. It was very vague. So, but here's what it means when you read it. It means that if you pull a car over and you walk up on the car and they pull a gun and you pull a gun and you shoot them, but if, if they weren't going to pull the gun till you pulled them over, then that force is out of policy. It's outside the law. That's, it, that's, it, that's no different than what just happened in L.A. County. Like, it's not the job of law enforcement to know if someone is about to die of a cocaine or methamphetamine overdose. We're just doing police work, and then they die around us. Well, now that's being placed on law enforcement. They're being charged for murder. So you have to do what North Dakota did to Minnesota. In Minnesota, North Dakota is a bordering state. There's a lot of small towns in Minnesota on the border, not a lot of police around. And North Dakota small towns will assist the Minnesota small towns. And North Dakota law enforcement said, sorry, we can no longer help you. We're not going to be subject to this insane state law that is just meant to throw cops in jail that are literally doing their job. So we're throwing police in jail around the country that we're simply doing their job. See, that's how desperate some of these evil people are to, put, to, to, to attack cops. So let me tell you ultimately what this is, because obviously this is crazy. This is a way to abolish police without saying you're abolishing police. Now think about it. We actually had politicians and activists and people that literally said in recent years, our goal is to abolish police. Now they got hammered in the election because that tends to not be popular with people that want to be safe. So they said, okay, we can't say abolish anymore, but they found a side door, didn't they? And the side door is, let's make this job so scary and so frightful and so impossible, no one will want to do it. And that's exactly what's happening right now in L.A. County, state of Minnesota, state of California, and in numerous other places. We'll do a podcast later telling you the details of all this that's happening. But here's why I'm really telling you this. Now, obviously, you know that's insane. That's crazy. But here's why I'm telling you this. The California Highway Patrol, after seven of their police officers were prosecuted for following policy and following the law, had no comment. Now, I want to be honest about that. I couldn't find no comment. In the media, the media said they had no comment. I have not yet to be able to find any comments made by CHP's spokespeople, their commissioner, or anybody. That, to me, is where the failure lies. Of course, George Gascon's a failure. Everyone knows that. Look at the crime that's going on under his watch. That's been well documented. But I expect that failure. What I don't expect is leaders of organizations to let their employees be treated this way without fighting. And there's a lot of things that the head of CHP could do to fight this. Now, we know the politics behind it, right? 
head of CHP. He's appointed by the governor of California, who's probably clapping his hands right now, proud of this nonsense. I don't know. I don't not in her head, nor do I want to be. How in the world could you let employees be treated like that and have no comment? I hope I'm wrong. I hope they say something. I hope they defend it. But there's a lot that can be done. Every police chief in L.A. County ought to be speaking about this because they're next. They're next. Uh, folks, I am, I am not at all saying that this is a tr not a tragedy, that this guy should have died, that the family shouldn't be upset. Of course, that's all true. Nobody wants anyone to die in custody, especially law enforcement. And we're there to protect life. But if you're going to give the authority to law enforcement in communities to arrest people, to stop drunk drivers, to investigate crimes, and then you prosecute them for doing the very thing you're asking them to do, just expect the natural thing to occur after that. Law enforcement in your communities will stop. End of story. We're seeing that from community to community to community across this country. And I expect leaders of these organizations to be pounding on the doors of anybody attacking our profession like this. But they're not. Many of them aren't. And you got to be careful what you ask for, right? This is not the first time this has happened. This has happened across the country numerous times. And many of those same leaders have either been apathetic or, you know, said that it was right that they did this or did that. And, and this officer need to be prosecuted when the same thing is happening. If you expect your police officers to predict the future, i.e., oh, he took high amounts of methamphetamine, I guess we should immediately call an ambulance. No, if you, if you expect us to predict the future, you're not going to find anybody to do the job because here's a tidbit. None of us can predict the future. Only one man can do that, and he's not a police officer. I'm going to tell you that right now. So um, it seems helpless to discuss this because this is such a huge tremendous issue but it needs to be discussed uh, this can't just be a news item that comes and goes there have been lives ruined based on this cowardice these seven officers uh, i'm fully expect they'll be acquitted because there's nothing here you cannot hold people accountable uh, for something they knew nothing about right uh, you just can't that's not the society we're in uh, manslaughter requires intent, requires illegal actions. None of these actions were illegal. In fact, if you watch the video, yeah, there's a pretty good tussle going on, but these guys are trying to plead with this guy to stop fighting. They're like, please just stop. Just let us, you know, just stop fighting. Stop arguing. Just calm down. They're telling him multiple times just to calm down. And, of course, he doesn't. Uh, so that's the environment law enforcement works in. Uh, we're going to need to make a choice in this country if you want this country to survive without complete chaos and purge type environments do you want police officers to do police work or do you want them to stay in their cars and never get out that's really the choice that society's going to have to make and so the people in la county uh should be the ones banging on that but i'm really disappointed in leaders around the country are not saying something about this you're going to say what about the police organizations well i've covered that already in this podcast they're going to be quiet too and it's amazing to me, and we'll get back to them eventually. But I want you to know how – I would like to know how that makes you feel. Like if you were working the streets right now under this environment, that's got to be spooky, right? Like you've got to be really concerned 
And just like the uh, LA uh, LAPD guy told me earlier today, he said, "Man, nobody's going to do anything. We're not doing anything. Like, if we hear that someone is a drug user or did drugs, we want nothing to do with them." How is that going to make your society better, your community better? We got a long ways to go, folks. But here's where it starts: one leader at a time, doing the right thing. And unfortunately, there are parts of this country to where those are far and few between. Uh, my prayers are with those officers and that nurse, which is really insane. A uh, nurse gets prosecuted for putting a needle in somebody's arm drawing blood. Uh, but I have a lot of hope that we will figure this out because if we don't, we will not have much time left in major parts of this country. I still think we have other parts of this country, mainly smaller towns and communities that understand this that are going to be fine but half of the police officers in this country work in these large environments 18,000 police departments but probably half of the people that wear a badge are working in these type of environments where this is happening and if you if you're in rural america and you think this doesn't apply to me this is los angeles what do you think is going to happen when los angeles gets out of control they that starts spreading right so it's coming to a town near you so this is a concern for all of us i think we as leaders regardless of where we are should be speaking about this because nobody's speaking about this hardly. I saw nobody online calling this what it was. Pure cowardice, pure evil to treat people like this. And uh, that's why it keeps going on. They're not being held accountable for these actions. So it is interesting to me, uh, Gascon gave a quote that he has to do this because he's trying to hold police accountable and build trust. There's that trust thing I've already told you about was a scam. But hold accountable who's holding him accountable because this is not accountability folks this is a lie this is emotions over facts we talked about that principle here at courageous police leadership this is miscommunicating and lying to people by omission or just flat out lying so they don't know the truth uh, and and then to prosecute based on that so pretty evil stuff uh, my prayers are with them and uh we have to speak out this is the way I speak out. You have another way. And man, if somebody can get a hold of the CHP commissioner and wake him out of his slumber, get it done because he needs to be the one speaking up for these employees because when he doesn't, what do you think the rest of the employees at CHP are going to do? It's over, right? It's over. I saw where one weekend CHP made 1,000 DUI arrests over holiday weekend in the news. Do you think it's going to be 1,000 next holiday weekend? Uh, no. Take, take at least one zero off of that, right? No, no, that will not be happening because they're going to be thinking, man, all I'm doing is my job, and by doing my job, I'm subject to prosecution. And my, my own boss isn't, isn't defending us for doing this. So I hope he changes his mind. And I may be wrong about that. I certainly hope I'm wrong. I just have not seen the comment. Please, please begin to lead or really, really tough times are coming. Thanks for listening, and just remember, lead on and stay courageous. Thank you for listening to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates. We invite you to join other courageous leaders at travisyates.org.